It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 323 of Locked On Raptors for late on Friday, April 27th. I am your host, Sean Woodley of LockedOnRaptors.com and RaptorsHQ.com. You, of course, can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode. Uh, subscribe, rate, review to all the shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, of course. It's a great uh, resource to find local angles on all the different stories around the NBA. So thanks in advance for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Please, Locked On Raptors on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, a bunch of places you can uh, leave a rating and review. And it's the best way to help out the show. Uh, disclaimer to anyone listening to the show today, there might be some swears. It's uh, late on a Friday night and a few of us have had some drinks, but uh, I think it's all worth it. It's, uh, it's a celebratory post-Game 6 Raptors win over the Wizards party podcast. Uh, I don't know how this is going to go, what's going to happen, but hey, we're here. Um, and I'm joined by a whole cast of people. Let's start uh, at the top of my Skype screen. We have a uh, previous guest on the show from Clippers, the Clippers SB Nation blog, a like honorary Raptors fan, I guess, at this point. It's Adithia. How's it going, buddy? Hey, how you doing, man? Excellent. Uh, as you can hear in my voice, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, also joined from Raptors Republic by Josh Howe. How's it going, man? It's going great. It is uh, definitely going great. Also, we're joined from Dublin, Ireland by Ethan Lee. How's it going, man? Oh, fucking great for you, Ethan. I'll say that for nothing. How are you? <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Uh, and we're also joined by previous guest of the show as well, Darman Nayak. How's it going, man? This Friday can't get any better. This is, uh, you know, I could have had plans. I could have gone to a bar with people, but no, I decided to uh, have some drinks at home, watch the game, and then have uh, a bunch of uh, people on the podcast to talk about the Raptors' 102-92 victory in Game 6 over the Wizards. Uh, lots of different things we could talk about in this one. But, uh, let, Dharma, let's start with you at the bottom of the screen here. Uh, tell me your... Oh, wait, you didn't see the game. Never mind. Josh, let's go to you. <laughs> Dharma, we'll, we'll get some bigger picture takes from you. Josh. Hey, I'm uh, just here to make fun of Marquise Morris, man. That's totally, that's totally fair. Um, Josh, let's go to you. What was your reaction to DeLon Wright blocking the shit out of Kelly Oubre as Oubre tried to put up a a garbage bucket at the buzzer in the fourth quarter? Uh, I think the only thing that could have made that better is if DeLon had just given him a long stare down (laughs) and just just stood there. Like, I would have been totally fine if he didn't move after that and just just waited and then followed him around the rest of the night. Like, (laughs) like not letting him at all. And sending him back to his hotel... And, like, as he's going to sleep, he's just, like, burying him in blankets and being like, this shit, you ass. <laughs> That's what I want, man. Oh, we're up to a cracking start tonight. Oh, boy. Uh, so, Kelly Oubre, before the game, was talking mess about DeLon Wright and his performance on the road. 
Uh, DeJuan wasn't awesome tonight. He was uh, just four points, four boards, two assists, although he had four steals, which is extremely DeJuan. And he was a plus 12, uh, which I don't think anyone on the Wizards can say for themselves. Uh, Kelly Oubre himself was a uh, plus one, which I think led the team. Congratulations to Kelly Oubre for that, I guess. One of, one of seven, though. Yes, one of seven point. for three points. Uh <laughs> He really showed up. I don't know if this was living Kelly Oubre or dead Kelly Oubre or just Kelly Oubre. I don't, I don't know exactly what uh, edition of him showed up, but it wasn't a good version of him. Um, Aditya, who was your favorite Raptors performance from this game? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go to the hipster pick and go someone other than Kyle Lowry, who was amazing tonight. Um, I mean, I enjoyed DeLon just doing his thing on defense, blocking the shit out of Kelly Oubre, but... I want to give out shout out to uh, Van Vliet, but then also main guys Pascal Siakam. Yeah, you know, finally really yeah. showed up. Main impact had some great blocks too. He certainly did. He had two blocks. Uh, one of them, I think, I was tweeting during one of them. My girlfriend's dad uh, saw it, and I had to rewind it, and uh, that was, it was beautiful to behold. Uh, yeah, Siakam. Like, I guess we could talk about the bench in general. Uh, you mentioned Van Vliet. The bench was amazing. The bench with Van Vliet intact uh, and like healthy, apparently, as it turns out, is very good at basketball and is uh, very steady. Doesn't make dumb turnovers and just tends to kind of blow teams out. I think the most predictable thing I could have possibly imagined was Van Vliet coming into the start of the second with the full bench unit and them going on an 8-2 run. Um, Ethan, let's go to you. Uh, initial thoughts on Fred Van Vliet's performance. He didn't shoot particularly well. He was just 2 of 7, 1 of 5 from deep. But it feels like he was better than what his stat line sort of illustrates. Would you not agree? Oh, so much better. You can just tell him being out there that... The rest of the bench guys don't feel as jittery. They just, well, one, he's basically the floor, but also he just calms the whole team down. It's weird the way he runs his offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, everyone takes like an Ambien when he's out there. He's an Ambien for the entire thing, and everyone's just chill and relaxed. Um, but you could say they ride his waves. That's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Lee was awesome. The, the the lobby threw to Jonas Valanciunas early on, but it got to Jonas as well. He was excellent. Um, it, it was all just uh, it, it came together so perfectly for the bench. They started the fourth quarter as well. Of course, going into the fourth quarter, the Raptors were, I believe, stuck five. Yeah, it was seventy eight, seventy three yeah. going into the fourth quarter, and then the full bench unit came out. And was amazing for like five or six minutes before any of the starters came back in. And uh, the Raptors win the fourth quarter 29-14. A lot of that was on the back of the bench. C.J. Miles kind of had a rough night um, overall, but he hit a huge three in transition late. Uh, that kind of put the Raptors, I think it put the Raptors up like seven or eight. And it was, uh, it kind of felt a little bit daggery. It's the second dagger he's put down so far in this series. Uh, if you consider the three he put down in game five to put him up like 13 with four minutes left, uh, a dagger. Um, Dharma, you didn't watch this game, but we should no, probably I, get I you. Caught in... that, I actually caught that three while I was waiting for my Uber outside the theater. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you were at, you were at, Infinity War yeah, you were at Infinity War. Um, what? Yeah. which, uh, good yeah, for man. you, I guess. But, uh. You missed the game. You've read the slander on Twitter. Uh, thoughts yeah, on what happened tonight, even though you didn't see it? Well, you know what? I mean, like, I looked, I looked through the stat sheet really quick and looked through, like, the play-by-play for the quarter, and it looked really tight all the way through. Yeah, it was. Actually, weren't we? I, like, I was getting updates in the theater, but I think we were down pretty big at one point, no? 
the, the first quarter was bad. It was the Raptors' offense in the first quarter was trash. It uh, like it, here's the thing. It wasn't that bad until Kyle Lowry went out with like two fifteen left, and then Demar on the bench, shocker, was not very good. This was oh. before Fred came in, and they kind of you know pissed it away a little bit. I think it was like twenty two sixteen when that lineup came in. It finished thirty to twenty. Um, and it didn't look good. It really looked like that was, uh, it kind of felt like game one a little bit where the Wizards kind of pulled away after, you know, like a kind of even start and, uh, not game one, game four, game three, one of those, I think game three is what I'm talking about. Game one in Washington, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, the Raptors responded pretty well. The, the defense by the second unit in the, in the second quarter was excellent. And then Kyle Lowry, oh boy, Kyle Lowry, Josh, Kyle Lowry goes 24, six and six. can shut the... Right now, yeah, oh okay. God. So, Sports Illustrated. Uh, Neutralize. Yes, uh, Sports Illustrated, <laughs> a person who rhymes with Shanshru Karp, um, said that Kyle Lowry had been neutralized in the series, which was, of course, silly. He'd been averaging 16, 9, and 5 on like 44% from deep uh, and was doing pretty much what Kyle Lowry had done all season. He was understated. He wasn't, you know, having to be the focal point of the offense, but tonight. Uh, fourth quarter, he kind of came out a little bit. He drove, got a couple floaters to fall, and was generally awesome. Nine of fifteen from the field, three of seven from deep, twenty-four six and six. Josh, Kyle Lowry, just talk about him. He was so good. Finally, like, I, like he was taking us home at the end, just hitting bucket after bucket in the fourth quarter, and it was like I, all my concerns and my worries just floated away in a little bubble. Like watching him take out the Wizards, be the guy to hit some of the shots down the end, at the end of the stretch. Like, the blow-by on Gortat and the tough finish over him. Oh, uh, man. Like, I'm just going to watch it on repeat for, like, five hours. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, he, he was fantastic. I mean, he shot the ball well. He's been shooting the ball all year. This is healthy Kyle Lowry. He went full K-Lo in this game. Um, I mean, he was just dominant the whole series. Like, the Raptors are, like, really only good when he was on the floor without Fred Van Bleet and, uh, they, they just need him, man. And he's just, he's been so huge despite what, you know, certain people might want to say. But nothing neutral about him, man. He's all positive. Super weird series in that it was kind of like a lot of series of the past where secondary guys weren't particularly good, but it was also completely different where, you know, DeMar didn't have a great night tonight, but overall, Kyle and DeMar were awesome in this series and it kind of carried the team when the secondary guys weren't all that consistent. And that I think has kind of been the the issue in the past is like Kyle and Demar were prone to bad like to aggressive defenses and then they would have rough nights and then also the rest of the the team would be bad and then the team would lose games and that was kind of the the formula but like with Kyle and Demar playing like Kyle and Demar played all season essentially aside from Demar tonight uh, and I guess in Game Four for Demar as well like uh, that kind of you know the margin for error with the secondary guys becomes a little bigger because Kyle and Demar can kind of carry things a little bit. Um, we should probably talk about Jonas Valanciunas as well. Aditya, you've watched DeAndre Jordan be a very good defensive center for a long time with the Clippers. Uh, has DeAndre Jordan ever had a defensive night as good as what Jonas Valanciunas had tonight? Defensive or offensive? Defensive, because holy crap, JV's verticality in this game was, like, unbelievable. He's had his moments, but, like, JV's game was, yeah, was up there. And, you know, he had another great strip. I, like jumped when he had that was that in the first half or he had a yeah. nice like steal just like uh, getting his hand in the passing lane like was really impressed and then the hive the hive was right all along 
Dithia, I gotta ask you before we get to any more analysis of the game, uh, and we'll, we'll do some wizard slander as well. Don't worry, that's coming, people. Um, how? What? What is it like? Inspired you to become like an honorary Raptors fan? Of course, you're a Clippers fan. You live in Pennsylvania, right? Like, how does how does the Raptors fandom kind of happen this season? Because you seem to be very much on board. You drove to DC last week. Uh, we're wearing Raptors gear, right? That that was a thing. I'm not dumb. Yes. Yeah. yeah how does how is that how is that blossom so the, this year? My girl, my girlfriend was visiting me. She's a Raptors fan. She's okay. in Toronto, so uh, we went to the game together. But no, I've been a Raptors fan for like I've been rooting for this team as like you know a secondary team for a while i think since 2014 honestly hmm. um but actually uh technically the raptors are actually my first team as a kid because i was very much into dinosaurs as a four or five year old so hell yeah raptors are my honorary team even though i didn't watch uh maybe more than one of their games until i was 10. the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's fair. There was a new Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer, I think, in the Cavs game tonight. Um... We'll go quickly around the around the table. Adithi, are you in or out on the Jurassic World movie? Starting to become slightly more in, as maybe as like an entertaining train wreck. Yeah. It at least doesn't seem for, as formulaic as the last one. That's what I'm thinking. Josh, uh, take on the new Jurassic World. Uh, yeah, I'll, I feel about the same. If they have that like that commercial with Kyle Lowry with the Raptors in it, he's like <laughs> looking at the Raptor. If Kyle Lowry is. <laughs> Oh man, ten out of ten for me. Yeah, he should just replace all of Chris Pratt's lines and jobs in the movie because, uh, yeah. or he sh- or what if Kyle Lowry in like some alternate cut of the movie is just the Raptor, like Blue the Raptor that like Chris Pratt raised from birth? That would be Wait, fun. Who's Chris Pratt? Who just asked who's Chris Pratt? Ethan, was that you? Me, Dharma. Oh, Dharma. Chris Pratt is the guy in in Avengers. Yeah, he's Star Lord. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if, if Kyle Lowry's the dinosaur, then, then in this analogy, who's who's Chris Pratt? Oh, I guess I probably Dwayne Casey, right? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then Masai Ujiri is, uh, is it Irfan Khan? Is that the guy in the first Jurassic World <laughs> who dies in the helicopter crash, but, like, is the owner of Jurassic? I don't know. We're getting too far off. Uh, Ethan. Oh, this is getting way too deep. Ethan, Jurassic World take. Unless it becomes a horror film where the dinosaurs are chasing, like, Paul Pierce and all their ghosts of our past, I don't <laughs> Please, make this happen. Can we crowdfund this, please? <laughs> I'm sure the Game of Zones guys could do something like that after they're done with the series that's going on now. Uh, Game of Zones is so wonderful. Oh, it's they're the... making an Uncle Drew movie, right? So we there's money for, like, a low-budget... Um, Shaky Cam, Paul Pierce, crowdfunded <laughs> slash. <laughs> uh, Dharma, you're in on Jurassic World, right? I would hope so. Yeah, I actually just watched the uh, like the extended trailer in the theater today. Oh baby! And I was I was very like I was very like uh, 
whatever about it until now. I hadn't really like paid attention to it, but I watched this. Uh, I watched the extended trailer, and I'm like, I'm in on it now. I'm definitely in. You know what? You're gonna pander to me with uh, Jeff Goldblum saying life finds a way. I'm gonna like the movie. I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm very susceptible to that. Anyway, back to basketball. Uh, let's um. How about this? Everyone go around the board and uh, talk about an embarrassing Washington Wizard. Uh, you can't repeat. You have to come up with a, like a, a different take. We'll start with Dharma at the bottom of the page, and we'll go back oh, around. We'll go Dharma, okay. Ethan, Josh, Adithia. Pick a different Wizard and discuss an embarrassing performance by them or how embarrassed you were by them in this series. Okay, I have two choices. Either Uber and Morris, what I want to do right now. Uh, okay, let's go. Oh my god, this is so hard. Uh, okay, let's go with Uber. So, okay. Uber had those comments. I think it was after Game Five or uh, about Delon. Yeah. Where he's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's a, we're a different team at home, just like Delon, right? You can't play on the road or whatever it was." Mm-hmm. And um, Delon blocking Uber, like just blocking the absolute shit out of that shot at the end <laughs> and um i'm just reading josh luber's tweet right now from the post-game conference and the, like the post-game presser and um dwight they're on right on blocking goober to end the game that was the highlight of my series to get him back i was happy i was able to get him back oh my god this is a guy so who have a quote for him he had a quote for him this is a guy who delon wright who in Game 5 was the hero. He had 11 points in the fourth quarter. He had a lob finish. He had a steal and Euro step on John Wall. Yet blocking the fucking shit out of Kelly Oubre was the highlight of his series. I respect the hell Devil, out of it. Devil's advocate, though. Sure. Can DeLon Wright come back from the dead? Has We we haven't seen DeLon Wright be able to do that. That, that's, that, is, that is true. Can, so I think he has the advantage there automatically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, advantage Kelly, certainly. Uh, Ethan. Most embarrassing wizard who's not Kelly Oubre. Oh, I'm gonna. You want for this? I'm taking John Wall. I'm calling for you. I'm, this, is, this is all me. Yes. John Wall plays how NBA Twitter would make you think Russell Westbrook plays. Oh, that's a good oh take. Oh my god. That's an extremely good take. That's There's no one god, that god. shoots their team out of games like John Wall does, or like throws layups off the rim like John Wall does. Oh, well done. I'm I, I'm, I'm going to, like, live tweet this quote. <laughs> this is wonderful. That was excellent. <laughs> I'm extremely proud of that. That's an incredibly good take. I agree. Uh, he does shoot his team out of the game. Also, the Wizards had, like, a million free throws in the first half. The Raptors had two. And Wall still had the audacity to complain about the whistle. Um, not that I'm, like, uh, a... Can, I, can we just talk about this? People yeah. say that Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan complain to the refs or they pander to the refs, oh. but I've never seen a team turn to the referee like instinctively. Like It's like a primal instinct to turn to the referee after every single possession for the Wizards. Yeah, it's... The Wizards uh, are what people would, ha- would have had you think the Clippers are. Like Every criticism oh, actually yeah. happened to the Wizards. Another excellent take. This is, uh... This is quickly turning his own mind podcast. Sign us over. For sure. Uh, John Wall is a very good answer. Josh, most embarrassing wizard, non-John Wall or Kelly Oubre division? Okay, I'm going to go with Marcin Gortat. Hell yeah! Um, and I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, let me get into a few. Let's start with the fact that he had a mohawk, and now he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> read uh, harshest tweets <laughs> yeah. when he called him Polish Yondu and he's like yeah, I can't talk <laughs> Polish Yondu is the best thing um, yeah 
he, so he started with the mohawk, right? And then uh, he was like, oh, man, like maybe I'll play better if I get rid of it. Gets rid of it. Close out game. Two points. Zero three from the field. He got those two points on free throws. Man, what are you doing, man? This is a guy who's talking about going back to Orlando to retire. Like, <laughs> come on, man. While you're on a like a Wizards team it's in the playoffs, like he said this before the playoffs, but like, come on. Like, what are you doing? Like, just go back to Orlando and retire already because clearly – it doesn't matter if you have a mohawk or not. Like, just just sit down, man. I do think it's kind he of an indictment. Shot every time someone touches him on a basketball court. <laughs> like his face just like contorts into like this image of pain, and I'm like, man, come on. Uh, like the most primal yell when he thinks he gets hit. Also, anytime he fouls somebody, he might be worse than Wall for that. Like looking at the ref, like, are you kidding me? I just armbarred. Jonas, that's a foul, really? Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's 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 ridiculous. Um, he was also really bad. I think it's kind of an indictment of the Wizards that like the bellwether of their team is Marcin Gortat, right? Like if he plays well, they were pretty good. If he doesn't play well, they were bad. And like he, more often than not, Marcin Gortat at thirty-eight years old or whatever the hell he is, is going to play poorly. Uh, so that's a good pick, Adithia, most embarrassing wizard, non-Gortat, Ubre or Wall division. All right. Um, well, I guess I, I wanted to say Ty Lawson, but that just feels like kind of, you know, picky on for Scott Brooks. So, yeah. born between Scott Brooks and I'm going to have to go with Marky Morris. This quote, post game quote just now, he said, oh, yes. Sometimes better teams don't win. Like, he says that after <laughs> losing the. <laughs> I mean, I love the Wizards. Like, I have to honestly respect the Wizards' uh, commitment to their ethos. Like, they just they stick to their mess, they stick to their guns. Even though it always ends the same way, like I think the Wizards actually seem to play worse when they talk shit before a game. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the analytics are on this. You know, maybe, like <laughs> play a game, or something. But There's yeah, like lots of ball games this year as well. Oh god. Oh, that was great. Uh, that's a good pick. That would have been my pick. Uh, I'm last, though. My pick, non-Morris, Ubre Waller, Gortat division, is Jason Smith. Who <laughs> talked shit before the series, <laughs> saying, we're not scared of the Raptors. Yeah. You uh, called it before the series, I'm, we're not scared of the Raptors. This season actually had some benefits because we get to play the Raptors. We wouldn't have wanted to play the Celtics or... The cat or the whatever the hell team the the Sixers Ugh, the Sixers. We'll of course, the Jason Smith would have the utmost respect for Brad Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Smith in this series, uh, one game played, two minutes, and a club trillion across the board. Uh, truly, truly a heinous player, uh, and a very embarrassing one at that. We could have, I mean, Bradley Beal was good in this series and scared me, so I'm not going to slander him too much. Jan Mahimi, get some knee ligaments, bud. Uh, Thomas Sadoransky, I don't know what happened to you. What did you do to Scott Brooks to make him not want to play you? I don't. Scott Brooks himself was kind of embarrassing for the first couple of games. He got a little better, I suppose, but... Um... His hair is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> He's to get that shit together. That's a. Uh, it's not an incorrect take, uh, guys. Also, the Indiana Pacers have defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers one twenty one eighty seven in Game Six. Oh. Come again. One twenty one. Holy. Victor Oladipo in this game had uh, 
28 points on 11 of 19 shooting with 13 boards and 10 assists and 4 steals. Six of eight from three and a plus 26. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, Can we play Jose Calderon instead? There will be no Jose Calderon slander on the podcast. Uh, He's the one... (laughs) We draw the line. He's the one good and true Cleveland Cavalier. Even LeBron, not the best game. Seven of 16, 22, seven and five, two blocks. Here's the thing. Like, this entire series, it's been like... I'll be watching, like, another game or whatever because the Raptors have kind of been up against them a lot. LeBron will do something insane. I'll go over to the game. It'll be like the Celtics phenomenon from the regular season where everyone starts tweeting about something awesome that LeBron or Marcus Smart did. I'll go over to the game, and then the Cavs or the Celtics are losing by two. And it's like, so what? (laughs) So, yeah, game seven. So the Raptors won't play on Sunday. That's nice. They have a couple days off now at least because the Cavs and Pacers will play on Sunday for Game 7. That would be lovely if the Pacers won, would it not? We're, okay. I bet Serge's legs can't wait. <laughs> Can we talk with Serge for a second? Yes. Actually, like... uh, spout off about Serge. It's been very positive so oh. far. We can go negative. It's fine. It's like playing with a brick wall on your team. Like a literal <laughs> brick wall. His, uh, his pull-up three was interesting. Oh, me. yeah. His Steph Curry impersonation, love to see it. <laughs> it was like the Steph Curry, but you're listening to the podcast on half speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty brutal. Uh, yeah, Serge, not the best in this series. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Who was, okay, let's go to the Raptors once again. Um, Aditya, we'll start up at the top with you and we'll go back around the screen and then we can wrap this thing up. Uh, name your Raptors series MVP. And we you can't repeat, so we'll just go around and give some love to the five best Raptors in this series. Uh, Nithya, you go first. All right. Uh, before that, I want to say, like, Serge Ibaka just had, like, a, what I would consider classic LaMarcus Aldridge series. Like, <laughs> outstanding first two games and just disappears the rest of the way. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for the easy hand, answer here. Say, uh, DeLon Wright. In terms of just playing above uh, what you like, playing above like expected production, whatever. Yep. Like he had a, a fantastic series. You know, he became like the player that I was like really excited about him, even the last year or two. Like finally, kind of even in a sense broke out as a series. Although he's had an excellent year overall. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, read my article on Delon Wright from today. Actually, it still holds up because the Raptors won. Um, he is a immortal figure now, considering his Game 5 performance. Uh, Josh, non-Delon Wright, MVP for the Raptors this series. Okay, so I'm going to avoid the obvious pick, which is Kyle Lowry, because just everything goes through Kyle Lowry. But I'm going to say OG. Yes! Uh, I'm, I'm so hyped yep. by OG, man. Like, nothing rattles him. He is literally impossible to be rattled. Like, he just looks at fear, and fear shies away. Yep. Like, Markeith Morris was trying to get at him the whole time up to the point this game where he literally ran over to the bench for no reason and started pointing at OG. <laughs> like, like, yo, he's in his... Wow, I really need to rewatch this game. Yeah, man. Like, he's oh, like, it was so good. 
He's a rookie. And yeah, like, gonna, I think I'm going to pull up the log tonight after we get off this podcast. Yeah, you're going to have to do it. <laughs> Dwayne, Wace, D- Dwayne Casey was ready to throw down with Markeith, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Carry Markeith on. does not want that old Kentucky smoke. You <laughs> <laughs> don't want that. Carry on with your OG take. I have to walk five Josh. miles to school every day. <laughs> Josh, carry on. Um, yeah, just he like I mean, you put him on almost anybody. Put him on John Wall. Put him on Bradley Beal. Like he's gonna do a good job guarding them. Um, you know, he got to the point where like he was getting a little bit tired because Casey was like realizing that he had to play him more. Mm-hmm. And he was just getting more minutes than he was used to. But like he's out there just like shutting down everybody, and then. You know, this is like a guy that, in coming into this series, people were like, "Okay, well, we're gonna have to find out if he can shoot, like, see if he can shoot." Even though he was shooting well all year, and uh, he comes out and he's shooting like, like last I checked, it was like over forty percent. So, yep. you know, he's doing like literally everything that he could have asked for him, and he's just he's just awesome. Oh no, who did we lose from the call? I think we lost oh. Dharma. Oh, we'll get Dharma back maybe. If not. It's uh oh shit! I just uh, uh that was uh, that was accidental. Uh, <laughs> did not mean to hang that up. Aditya, you there? I'm here. Josh, you're there. We yeah. lost Dharma. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you realize you have to go watch the game after all. <laughs> that's uh that's that's totally fair. Also, uh, I'll try to call him back again. If it doesn't work, that's okay. He was sounding a little fuzzy anyway. Uh, but OG's a very good pick. Uh, the stones on him for that pull-up three he had from the top of the arc today, that was yeah. uh, that was uh, a chef's kiss, chef's kiss and a half. Uh, he was excellent. The, can we get... So, a thing that bugged me for most of this series, and, like, I like the Raptors broadcast for the most part. I think they get some crap. Um, but, like, they kind of just, like, hit the same notes the entire series. So you kinda, Oh, it's the same shit. You kind of oh, get annoyed by game. it. So the thing for me was, like, the whole, oh, John Wall, he's going to hit that mid-range shot. He shot 29% from mid-range this season. The Raptors were goading him into taking that shot, and that was a good thing that he was doing that. Also, calling Markeith Morris, like, a three-point shooter when he shot, like, 20% from three in the series. Uh... I, I still stand by the fact that the Raptors should have treated him like Jeff Green and just not guarded him at all, but they didn't do that. Um, anyway, I digress. Ethan, the your... Mike Scott thing was like, oh, Mike Scott's killing the Raptors. I mean, that oh, was that was fair and correct because the Raptors every game. I <laughs> yeah, but after a while, yeah, I don't know. I got a bit fed up with it. Mike Scott's probably Mike the Scott least stuff. embarrassing wizard from this series. He was really good. He did not miss shots. Ethan, who is your MVP for the Raptors, though? Non, OG, or uh, whoever the hell is retired. Who, who else did you pick? You picked, oh, DeLon. So non, OG, or DeLon, who is your MVP? I'm going to take JV for this one. Yeah. Because normally Gortad treats JV like shit mm-hmm. and eats him for breakfast. And this series, it was the total opposite. Gortad couldn't score inside, couldn't get near JV for the most part. Mm-hmm. And playing in the fourth quarter in Game Five, especially, was just did change once the game. Yeah, I believe a pivotal game like that, so you can't argue with them, JV in this case. And also, I wasn't JV out, but I wasn't JV high. But now I kind of want him to stay. It's <laughs> never leave us, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, JV's been awesome, man. I will eat some crow. 
I didn't. I mean, in fairness, he just got better. Like I think the criticisms of him in the past were were just, but he's been much better this season and deservedly has played crucial minutes late in games. And his defense tonight, he only had two blocks. It feels like he had about ten. He was amazing at the rim, uh, just deterring guys and verticality at the ass, like the classic Roy Hibbert, um, like peak Roy Hibbert days. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. Dharma, is that you? No one gets gets as pumped. I would agree. uh, We're having some weird Wi-Fi things going on right now. Anyway, uh, my MVP, it's Kyle Lowry. I mean, that's pretty easy because he was amazing and shot out his ass all season, all all series long. Um, His playmaking was excellent. This was one of his lower assist games. He was setting dudes up all over the place. It was uh, great to see. Uh, but, like, let's not forget about DeMar DeRozan, who, while he had a couple off yeah. games, games four and six were not very good, and even game three, but the games where he was good, he was good, man. And, like, they were daring him to take shots. They were daring him to sort of hijack the offense, and when he had to do it, he did it, in particular in game two and game five, where, like, for the, especially game five, he just kind of carried the offense for three quarters while no one was getting open, there was no room for anyone to breathe. And he was just kind of carrying the day. So I uh, big fan of Demar's series, but Kyle, man, he was so good this series. Very much not neutralized. He was also neutralized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> oh God. Uh, all right. I think. Oh yeah. Another fun st- uh, wizard stat. Or yeah. Did you guys see the tweet at halftime which said the Raptors are 0 23 all time when trailing oh, at halftime like on the road in the playoffs. Yes. Now one and twenty three. Shout out to the Washington Wizards. Oh, I love the Wizards so much. Should the Wizards just trade everybody? I feel like they should just give up. I mean, I like having them around just for <laughs> the utility of what they do, like just clinging, yet still clinging to the same ethos. Like, it's admirable, honestly. And, you know, hopefully they get a top four seed again. So at least they stay long enough, around long enough, like next year to be more a true heel. It's like, uh, one of the other teams, like let's say Philly or Boston or something. Yeah. Oh man, they'll like talk so much shit about Joel Embiid, and then Joel Embiid would just rip Gortat's throat out of his throat. Oh, like, he just take I his need, trachea. Oh, we need Sixers Wizards next year. Yeah. Like yeah, Embiid's just gonna consume Gortat's trachea. I think that's what to expect next year. <laughs> um, this was fun, guys. We should probably wrap this thing up because it's late, um, and I, I want to go watch the Jazz game. Um, oh yeah, nearly four a.m. That Evan or Ethan? Why did I say Evan? Uh, Ethan, just uh, a, a a wonderful performance from you on the podcast. We're so glad we could have you on. Go to bed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too wired. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that that's totally fair as well. Uh, so thanks for coming on. Uh, where can people check you out? Um, at Ethan L five five on Twitter. Fantastic, and is more where I do most of my slandering. And there will be more takes uh, akin to your John Wall, Russell Westbrook take, I'm sure, which is a just a perfect oh, take. Oh yeah, it's a well crafted take. It is. Uh, Josh, where can people check you out? Uh, you can find me at Raptors Republic, and uh, occasionally at B-Ball Breakdown. And uh, for those interested, the Raptors have won all four games when the weather sucks, and they lost the two when the weather was nice. So the weather was nice today, no. Uh, well, was it nicer in Toronto? I'm a little outside of Toronto, but it was rainy here. Oh, it was really nice in Toronto today. I don't know. Oh, it, oh. Yeah, it was pretty Scrap good. Scrap that stat. <laughs> That's okay. 
Uh, Adithia, where can people check you out? Um, I don't really do much writing nowadays, but you know, I'm just at Browns Night on Twitter. That's all but you I'll need, just really. Plug out, I'll just plug at Clips Nation SBN. You know, shout out to other guys at that site, and shout out to Mella, who's going to be scoring thirty tonight. We called it here first. Thirty on sixty shots. Um. No, that's that's a Kobe 2016 stat line. <laughs> um, we'll see, Mellow buzzer beater. Uh, Westbrook already 0 for one and a minus three. Classic, <laughs> classic Westbrook with a rebound. Duh. John Wall. <laughs> mm. uh, all right, guys, this was really fun. Thanks so much for everyone for listening. Subscribe, rate, review the podcast on iTunes. It's uh, the best way to support and help the show. Uh, thanks in advance for doing that and we will talk to you on uh, maybe not tomorrow, probably Sunday actually, or maybe Monday, I don't know I was going to do a podcast with Chris Manning from Locked On Cavs to tee up the Cavs series but hey, we might be talking to Tony East from Locked On uh, Locked On Pacers about the Pacers series uh, so hang out for a couple days enjoy a couple days off, I might do a mailbag or something, I was going to do one today and didn't end up doing it so maybe I'll get that in on Saturday or Sunday Uh, But until then, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Locked On Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.